Being yourself is a felt sense experience and you can simply feel inside yourself whether you're being yourself or not. Just like when all the lights go on, we see it glowing. When you're being yourself, it's like you're exuding all of that light and your audience feels it and senses it. If you've had that experience and you're trying to sound confident and exude confidence and you're like, this just isn't working, it isn't feeling like me, where the heck is my authentic confident voice? Keep going because eventually you are going to find it. Welcome to the art of speaking up a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, I'm so glad you found the show. I'm Jess. I am the host and creator of the Art of Speaking Up podcast, and I am a full-time coach for ambitious professional women. I help women both through my coaching work and through this podcast. I help women find their voice, build confidence, thrive in leadership positions, and my mission is really to help women grow and thrive so that we have more female leaders out there. That is so important to me because when I was in my corporate career, I really wanted to grow and advance and become a leader, and there just wasn't a lot of honest conversation out there on how to work through some of the self-doubt and struggles and imposter syndrome that for me was really getting in the way of that. And eventually I found my confidence, I found my voice, I really thrived in my corporate career. I became an executive in my early 30s, I worked at really big, high profile global companies, I was very successful. And as things got better and better for me in my corporate career, I realized that I wanted to be an example of someone who had created success in her career and also who had really struggled and also who was a real human with doubts and frustrations and obstacles and internal struggles because when I was starting out my corporate career, that's what I was looking for. And so I wanted to be that voice through this podcast and that is what I do. I also support my clients both one-on-one through my private coaching and in my group program, The Art of Speaking Up Academy, which you may have heard about. And everything I do is designed to help women feel confident, let their talents shine, and thrive in their careers. So if those things are appealing to you, you are in the right place. If you're new here, I want to invite you to come join my newsletter. Every week, I send out a piece of either career advice or inspiration, and I get such positive feedback on what I share. So often people will reply back to me saying it was the perfect thing that they needed to hear and that they were in a funk and my email landed in their inbox and something clicked for them and the rest of their day just felt better. I would love to bring you into that community. Click the link down in the show notes to add yourself to my newsletter. Or if you go to my website, justguzzitcoaching.com, there is a bar that pops up at the top where you can submit your email and join. And now let's talk about today's episode topic, which is, oh my gosh, this is like one of my favorite topics ever. I feel like this is something that makes my coaching, my podcast, my work pretty unique. 
And I'm going to share a perspective today that I don't think I've really shared before or talked about on the podcast, but it is such a big part of my coaching philosophy, such a big part of my philosophy on finding a confident voice. And if you're wanting to have a more confident voice, but also be true to who you are and be really authentic, I want to help you find that. And especially in today's episode, I want to give you permission to get messy in the process of finding that. Now, here's the thing about being yourself, speaking as yourself, being authentic. It's not an intellectual endeavor. Being yourself is a felt sense experience that you feel, you feel it within you, and you can simply feel inside yourself whether you're being yourself or not. It's sort of like there's a switch internally and it's either on or it's off. And when it's off, you're not quite being yourself. You're hiding parts of yourself. It's not really your personality. You're kind of molding who you are. And when the switch is on, you are connected to the deepest parts of yourself. You are speaking as you and you can just feel it. It reminds me of those scenes that are so often in The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, which I used to watch. I don't watch anymore, but where they have like the romantic, we're going to go to the fair at nighttime date and they get to the fair and it's completely dark. And then someone like flips a switch or plugs in one socket in the entire like Ferris wheel and rides like all light up and all the lights turn on at once. I think of authenticity that way. It's like there's a plug inside you, and when the plug gets plugged in, all the lights light up and you can feel it internally, and your audience can feel it too. Just like when all the lights go on, we see it glowing. When you're being yourself, it's like you're exuding all of that light and your audience feels it and senses it. So that's how I think about it. And just like this example of the lights and the fair, there's like a switch that when that switch is flipped, all of the lights go on. Now, here's the thing. If you're not used to being yourself, if you're not someone who's used to expressing yourself, if that's just not something that you've spent a lot of time building and cultivating, then you're not very good at finding the switch and turning on the lights. And I think where a lot of people get stuck, where you might be getting stuck is you know in theory that you want to sound authentic, but what you don't realize is that you haven't yet built the skill of finding the switch and turning on the lights. So you know that you want to sound authentic, but you don't know how to turn that switch on. And so you enter into conversations or you go to work or you go to these interactions intending to be authentic, but you set yourself up to fail Because without being proficient at finding the switch, it's going to be really, really hard to do. So you try and then it doesn't work and you feel like you're struggling and you feel like you can't find your voice and you feel like you can't be yourself. And then you blame yourself and you think that you're failing when really you set an impossible task for yourself because the goal that you set for yourself was to try to turn on all the lights on the Ferris wheel and all the lights at the fair without ever touching the switch, right? You're just expecting it to go on on its own. You haven't spent time learning how to flip the switch. And so there's this middle phase, which is like finding the switch. Like I almost want you to imagine everything's dark, all the lights at the fair are off, and you have to like feel around for the switch. You're like feeling around in the dark. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? 
And the first time that you do that, you're going to spend a while feeling around because you don't know where the switch is. But the second time you do it, you're going to have a sense. You're going to be like, oh, the switch is like in that general area. So I'm not going to waste my time looking everywhere because from last time, I remember that the switch was over here. And then the next time you do it, you're going to be a little better and a little better and a little better. And pretty soon you're going to know exactly where the switch is, even if it's totally dark and you can't see, you can get to it right away because you've practiced finding the switch. So don't beat yourself up for not being able to be quote unquote authentic when you haven't given yourself enough runway to figure out how to find the switch. Now, here's where I think this can get really nuanced and where I think it's easy to like fall off track and not really be able to figure this out and not succeed in finding a voice that's confident and authentic. The process of learning to find the switch, learning how to access your authentic self, your authentic voice requires experimentation, play, and failure. So in process of finding the switch, I want you to imagine that you're feeling around for it and you're going to touch a lot of things that aren't the switch. You're going to touch some things in the dark that feel odd and creepy. Like maybe you touch something slimy or squishy and you're like, ah, what's that? That's not the switch. And you have some bad experiences, quote unquote, bad experiences on your journey of finding the switch until you get familiar with where it is. And then, you know, oh, I'm not going to like touch that in that direction because that there's like something scary and slimy and squishy there. And I know the switch is in this direction. And what that looks like for you is being in that awkward middle in between learning phase. And it is in the learning phase where you're learning how to access your authentic voice, what it sounds like, what it feels like that you may experiment with, whether it's intentional or unintentional, you may experiment with quote unquote fake confidence. In other words, you're trying to find the switch, you're trying to speak authentically, but you haven't gotten good at finding the switch yet, so you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You're feeling around for the switch and you're yanking on things that you think are the switch but aren't the switch. So technically, you're doing it wrong. Technically, you haven't found the switch. Technically, you are speaking in a way that's quote unquote fake, but that is all part of your process of getting better at finding the switch. You cannot get good and fast at finding the switch if you don't accidentally touch the slimy thing, right? Or if you don't accidentally yank on something that feels like the switch but isn't the switch. And this is true of almost any new skill or capability that you build before you are good at it you are bad at it and you fumble and you are awkward and you fail and you do it wrong and it's frustrating. And the way that you build the skill, the way that you get really, really good at that thing is by being willing to keep doing it wrong and try things and test things. It's like learning a language and speaking it grammatically incorrectly until you speak it correctly. You're not gonna sound smooth. You're gonna sound odd to someone who is fluent in that language. That doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. That means you're doing it right. Maybe you're learning a new skill, like you're learning how to play a sport or you're learning like a new form of exercise or a new workout. At first, you're going to do it wrong. That doesn't mean that you're moving in the wrong direction. It means you're moving in the right direction. Because through doing it wrong, through that play, through that experimentation, you begin to learn 
how to do it right. And there is no other way. You can't instantly become fluent in French or whatever language you are excited about becoming fluent in. The only way to get good is to be willing to speak the words out loud poorly. I will never forget when I studied abroad in Paris. I did my study abroad in Paris when I was in college and I had taken a lot of French and I wasn't quite fluent, although I pretty much was by the time my semester abroad was over. I wasn't quite fluent when I got to Paris, but I knew a lot of French. I knew how to ask for something. I knew how to have at least a simple conversation. And I didn't realize or didn't anticipate that so many Parisians would would laugh at me. <laughs> and this I like laugh now, but I was really it was like really not fun at all when I was experiencing it. But I remember that for my first couple months in Paris, I would go into like a store and ask if they had a certain thing that I was looking for. And I remember getting laughed at. And I thought to myself, like, why are they laughing at me? My French is pretty good. Like, I know how to speak French. And I realized that I was getting laughed at because I wasn't very good at colloquial French. So I was speaking really, really formally, like very formally but I didn't really realize that, right? Because I was just speaking in the way that I thought was correct. But through doing that, I learned to slightly adjust the way that I asked for things so that I wasn't speaking so, so overly formally. <laughs> and then people like stopped laughing at me, which is great. And I'm sure that if I had gone to study abroad at an earlier point in my French language learning journey, it probably would have been even worse and I might have gotten laughed at even more. Which, by the way, I we should not laugh at people when they're trying to speak a new language. Like, how rude, not cool. But I do think it's a useful example. And authenticity is the same. For you to get good at speaking as yourself, sounding confident, finding that switch, flipping it, turning all of the lights in the fair on, you're going to have to first experiment and fail and learn until you stumble upon the switch. And this is why there is actually value in quote unquote fake confidence. Because when you're willing to change the way you speak and try different things and play and experiment and be bold and courageous, you start to learn more about your voice, about what feels good, about what feels bad, about what feels like it's moving closer to you versus farther away from you. And just like feeling around for that switch, the more you feel, the closer you will get to the switch. There is no way to feel around for the switch and not get closer because as soon as you start feeling around for that switch, you know, okay, it's not here. 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 And yes, it's frustrating, but eventually you're going to stumble upon it and you're going to be like, oh my God, it's here. And when that happens, you will know, you will feel it because you can feel when you're speaking as yourself. So if you are trying to be more authentic and you're trying to sound more confident and you're trying to figure out, should I do the fake confidence? Am I trying to go for the real confidence? Just take all the pressure off and remember that you have to go through this phase of learning and experimentation and just try different things. Try changing how you speak. Try, quote unquote, fake it till you make it. But make sure that afterwards you think about how did that feel? What did I learn about myself? 
and treat it like a game of hot and cold, right? Like, remember when we were kids and someone would hide something in the room and then you would walk around and try to find the thing that was hidden. And if you were walking closer to it, the person who hid the item would say, you're getting warmer. And then if you got really close, they'd be like, ha, 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 blazing, right? Or if you were walking farther away from the hidden object in the room, they would be like, cold, brr, chilly. So this is the same. Anytime that you try something or experiment, you just want to notice, did that feel hotter or did that feel colder? If it felt hotter, great, let me do more of that. If it felt colder, mm, let me try something else. And eventually, you're going to figure it out. Eventually, you're going to find it. A huge, huge, huge thing that helped me with this in a really big way was studying improv and comedy acting and really learning how to express myself on stage. Because if you want to make people laugh on stage or in an improv scene, you can't be all like rigid and fake. Like you really have to relax and just like learn to connect with that playful part within you. And when I studied improv, I got to do so many exercises and different things that help like that helped me let go of the rigidity and like the mask and the fakeness and just get in this like loose, warm, fun, authentic, playful energy. That's why recording this podcast has become so easy for me because I kind of learned how to like relax into it, like ease into it, find the joy, find the play, find the warmth, find my personality, because I had learned to do that in these improv classes. And what that experience taught me so profoundly is that being authentic and like finding the switch is something that you feel and you learn what it feels like. So like feeling around in the dark, you learn what it feels like when you've come across the switch, right? Like you're like, oh, that's it. That's what it feels like. And you learn to find it faster. And experimentation, allowing yourself to do it wrong and try things and fail and search around is a really important part of the process. This is a huge, huge component that I bring into the Art of Speaking Up Academy in Module 2 in Unstoppable Speaking Presence. I take some of the tools that I learned in improv that really helped me find that, helped me connect with myself, helped me express myself, and I adapt them for my clients because my clients coming into the Art of Speaking Up Academy are not like theater people. They're not necessarily wanting a th- like to learn improv, but I adapt some of those tools and make them digestible and not super duper scary and just approachable and fun for my clients so that they can have that same experience of learning what it's like to relax and and like get out of the rigidity and to slowly settle into like that playfulness, that relaxed state and find the confidence and the voice that emerges from that place. If that is something that sounds appealing to you, you will love my group program, The Art of Speaking Up Academy, because that is a pretty significant part of the curriculum. And I promise it is not scary It is not cringy for so many of my Academy clients. This is their favorite part of the program. To be notified next time doors open to the Art of Speaking Up Academy, I recommend adding yourself to the waitlist at jessguzzitcoaching.com slash academy. And one of the big things that I want you to take away from this episode is if you're trying on the fake confident voice and it's not feeling good, celebrate yourself because you're learning the language. You're the person speaking to the store clerk in Paris and getting laughed at, 
and you're going to be fluent in French because of that in a few months. And I always, always, always like if my clients have a fumble or something feels awkward or they're like, oh, I feel like I was too direct or too assertive or whatever it is, I'm like, yay, you're doing it. Like you're feeling around for the switch. That means that you are one step closer to finding it. And so if you've had that experience and you're trying to sound confident and exude confidence and you're like, this just isn't working, it isn't feeling like me, where the heck is my authentic, confident voice? Keep going because eventually you are going to find it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Like I mentioned at the beginning, if you are not on my newsletter, get on it. I will be sending you advice and inspiration straight to your inbox every week you can join my newsletter by clicking the link in the show notes. I will also put the link to the Art of Speaking Up Academy waitlist down there. And I will also include all the information on how you can work with me if you are wanting one-on-one support. So check the show notes for all of that. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode.